surfs up at Gotham Point. That's right, Joker. I've been challenging you to the surfing title. Through my latest invention, the surfing experience and ability transferometer, all your surfing know-how will be drained out of you and transferred to me. Some joker drained everything I know about surfing and all my ability with a gizmo called a surfing experience and ability transferometer. Watch here suppose this up, Buzzy. The surf, Duke. Welcome to Surf Kings of Gotham, the only podcast we're aware of that bask in the glory of technicolor vigilanteism in the form of 1966's classic sitcom, Batman. I'm your host, Kyle. And I'm your other host, Brady. And today, we're watching episode 23 of season one, The Ring of Wax, directed by James B. Clark and written by Jack Peretz and Bob Rogers. This one originally aired March 30th, 1966. And the Wikipedia several sentence summary says, the Riddler's latest scheme involves stealing a wax figure, figure to melt down for its wax that is powerfully corrosive when exposed to direct flame. He wants to open a vault of rare books to find the key to an ancient treasure. Easily, the Riddler's most convoluted and needlessly complex scheme so far. Yeah, it's dumb. It's it's dumb, but it's also, it reminds me of how Simpsons episodes start out at one place and then 20 things happen before the actual plot kicks in. That's true. Although, if I were to count my notes, I don't know if 20 things happened in this episode, so hopefully it picks up in the second part. Yeah, well, I'm using that as like a, figurative 20 things because not oh. much happens in this episode really it relies on you being amazed by the concept of wax figures which i guess maybe that was new technology in 1966 wax yeah so maybe not wax itself but like the molding and lifelike modeling of wax wax because... as, an, as a material was new then <laughs> <laughs> we the world was first introduced to bees. Yeah, no, it, uh, <laughs> bees? Yeah. The, uh, but if you look at the statue technology in earlier episodes, I mean, it was mashed potatoes. That was the, <laughs> the extent of, of sculpting technology until we got here to the wax, which is very lifelike. Like, I don't want to go to a single museum in Gotham City. I don't want to go to a museum typically anyway, but all of the museums that they that they show on Batman are just crappy. Like the Comedy <laughs> Legends Museum was just like <laughs> somebody made these rough likenesses of Abbott and Costello with their feet. And then this is like, oh, it's a wax figure of random revolutionary era soldiers and like a guy laying down. <laughs> like, what is this? <laughs> that's true this is better than the comedians hall of fame with its four statues and two swords on the wall yes the <laughs> comedians hall of fame slash weapons gallery <laughs> uh... although the riddler so like the whole thing is they're going to reveal a wax figure of batman because gotham city just can't get enough to that delightful mass vigilanteism but the lady pulls the curtain and it's a wax figure of the riddler and it looks like it's already in an advanced state of melting under the light. <laughs> what a shitty yeah. statue. It, it, it was it's the best statue we've seen in Gotham so far, though. Yeah. My 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 note is again in front of the honored dignitaries of Gotham City, Madame Soleil of the Soleil Wax Museum is about to reveal this statue of Batman. And I wrote, hey, that's not Batman. And then almost immediately, someone in the crowd said, hey, that's not Batman. And I felt vindicated <laughs> in my predictive abilities. They they mention all the time on Breaking Mayberry, which you should definitely go listen to after our show, that um, being a, writer, a TV writer in the 60s would have been the pinnacle of human achievement because it was like, you just show up drunk and write something down and Chuck a mug at your assistant and call it a day. 
<laughs> well, and I guess there's, yeah, and not everything had been done before because this was before The Simpsons, so you could have original ideas still. Right, and original ideas in terms of details, too. Like, I don't know why, maybe it's because I wasn't half asleep when I watched it, but there's a lot of little things in this episode that I picked up on. Like, for example, the Riddler has little fancy booties that he wears that have like a little ribbon on them. They're like little dance shoes. And they're even on his wax statue. And I thought at first, because that's where I first saw them, oh, that was just like some, that's like the lady's weird signature. Maybe she puts wax booties on all of her horrible wax statues. But then I was like, no, no, he has them on his feet too. That's odd. And then I my never favorite noticed part so far was whenever the Riddler statue starts to shoot, has a little gun in its hand and starts to shoot what I assume is blood into the audience, um, but it was probably ketchup. Um, this guy like gets up out of his folding chair. That's right. They're at a museum and they had everybody sit in folding chairs. The guy gets up out of his folding chair to run away and takes the folding chair with him. <laughs> well, they're, they're Gotham's highest honored dignitaries, so they probably had to bring their own chairs. He's like, I brought this folding chair from home. I bought this with my own money and I'm taking it. Paint gun be damned. Yeah. It couldn't be ketchup because that's a Catwoman thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's not clear what it is. I assume the Riddler statue is shooting blood at the dignitaries. That just seems like something Riddler would do. Yes. And at the, at the feet of the statue is a little reel-to-reel tape player thing. So we get to hear the, the Riddler's insane cackle. And he announces to the audience before the gun starts firing, uh, what is black and white and red all over? And then he shoots some some red paint. I think it's paint. I think Commissioner Gordon says it's paint later on. And then, uh, what has branches and leaves and no bark? Oh, I don't know. But now it's time to catch Commissioner Gordon's office because the crime has already occurred here. Yeah, you can be sure that the first one was... It's not the people gathered at the wax at the wax museum because there were There's just no white people. people there. No, exactly. So Gordon immediately is just like deduces masterfully because he is a detective. Uh, this is the work of the Riddler, even though I mean we know because the statue was the Riddler. And although it would be funny and it would be interesting, and they may do it later if it was the work of the Joker. And he just had this elaborate Riddler statue constructed to throw him off the scent. And he was like, while they're in the jail beating the shit out of the Riddler, I'll be free to do what I please. That's true. That would be fantastic. But nobody's that smart in Gotham City. No, Alfred. But he's not going to do all that. (laughs) That's right. But they do tell us that the Riddler's only been out of jail for two weeks and already he's, he's back at it. He's committing He's been a crime. Out of jail two weeks. That was time enough to convert some some warehouse into a fortress and run out of money. So he had to buy the crappiest reel-to-reel tape recorder he could find. That's. But he also set up this because this statue came from France. This wax Batman statue came from France. But he had the wherewithal at the time to set up the replacement of that statue or the building of that statue, the commissioning of that statue, if you will with one made out of this crazy wax that we're about to find out about. Yeah, so Riddler had, Riddler's plan when he was sitting in Warden Crichton's terrible jail was, I'm going to get out of here and commission a statue. I can't, I can't fathom how, I mean, Gotham City Jail must be like the complete opposite of Oz, otherwise they would all be <laughs> dead. Yeah, well, it's, if you're not playing softball in the Gotham City State Penitentiary, then... You got nothing else to do but plan. It's just fashion show day where we all wear (laughs) our street clothes around. Uh, So then they go to the the bat phone again because I don't know who he is behind that mask, but he's the only one capable of stopping the Riddler. Yeah. Established that. When Commissioner Gordon said that about, I don't know who he is behind that mask, I was like, what difference does it make? He could be anybody. He does your job for you. Yeah. You should still be loading trash cans up and like taking care <laughs> of sanitation in the city. Uh, so we go to the bat phone. 
Alfred walks in from off screen. He's he's in a better mood today than he was when we last saw him. For uh, a moment, he is. Yeah, for a moment. Until Bruce well, gives la- his upcoming speech. That's right. But the last time we saw Alfred answer the bat phone, he was like pissed off. You remember that? He yeah. was just what? enraged. <laughs> Why? Yeah. How dare you phone me right now? I can't tie up this phone line. I'm expecting a call. I have a business to run. What is it the Gotham City Police Department needs now? Exactly. So then we get to see Aunt Harriet, Bruce Wayne, and Dick Grayson gathered around the globe playing a rousing game of capitals. Yeah, which is exactly the Sheldon Cooper shit it sounds like. Yeah, uh, Dick Grayson, proving that again, he doesn't pay attention in school or the decline of American public education didn't start in the late 2000s. It was going on as long as 1966, at least. Uh, the, the, Based purely on <laughs> Dick Grayson. <laughs> a, That's right. A boy who's still smarter than all the adults he knows, except Alfred. <laughs> yeah, he gets he gets it wrong, and... Bruce Wayne is like, as I said, no, that's the capital of Peru, you dummy. You said Ecuador like an idiot. Yeah, Bruce gives a speech about how it's important to the good neighbor policy that we know the capitals of countries that we don't live in. I don't know why it's important because they're not involved in the government, but then they go to run out of the room and you see Alfred standing there looking like out into the middle distance. And he has an eyebrow raise and his hands are in his pockets. And he's like, my God. That's right. Because the, the excuse Bruce comes up with in this one uh, is an old friend of his from college is supposed to have dinner with them. Uh, and Dick has to come because this guy's an expert fly fisherman. He's going to teach, teach Dick how to tie some flies you know how the boy loves fishing yeah I, I had been listening to ron burgundy before i watched this one so whenever whenever adam west raised his eyebrows with completely undeserved smugness and said that about an old friend i thought about that line from anchorman where ron says somebody says what is diversity and ron says i believe it's an old old wooden <laughs> ship it's about as solid as Bruce's reasoning here. Uh, yeah, an old friend from college that I've promised to share Dick Grayson with. Yes. Come along, boy. I'm going to share Dick Grayson with him. Go get your pills, boy. <laughs> you have a headache. And so of they go in Harriet's responses. Oh! <laughs> Those boys sure love fishing. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, uh, quick little bit again this whole thing has gone by fairly quickly it's it's not a lot has happened it's pretty quick to the phone that's uh, the riddler to the bat poles down they go into the car uh, he doesn't get the old atomic batteries the power turbines the speed but we do get a few shots of like them in the car a new angle of the car leaving the cave it's you know visually it's a little different than we've seen in a couple other episodes so we get a different for the director on this fine. one yeah yeah. They filmed some new footage here. So after the opening, we are in Commissioner Gordon's office and they're discussing the riddles. So again, what's black and white and red all over? And O'Hara's like, that one's so easy. Even I got it. It's a newspaper. And I was just like, I wrote down, holy shit, O'Hara got one? <laughs> I wrote down, I'm amazed he acknowledges how stupid and incompetent he is. <laughs> Even I got it. Yeah. This one's so easy, even a child could get it. Like evidenced by me. Yeah. Except, turns out it wasn't a newspaper. It was just a book, which is also black and white and red all over. So he didn't really get it right. But they didn't shame him. You stupid Irish freak. Yeah, but he didn't hang his head in shame. So hopefully he did. He might not have realized he didn't get it right. So (laughs) let's say let him have it. Book, newspaper. It's all the same thing to me, someone who can't read. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's black and white when you're colorblind and illiterate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've made this episode much funnier than they did, so enjoy our yes. gibberish. Yeah. 
Again, if we had a time machine, this yes. would have been a much better episode. I'm going to hug um, the hell out of my mug at my assistant. Because <laughs> yeah, the answer to the second riddle of uh, what has branches and leaves but no bark uh, is a library. Because there's branches, libraries have branches and books have leaves, I guess. And they're not allowed to have dogs at the library, so there's no barking. So it's definitely... <laughs> The no bark oh, was fantastic. They should have they should have played this with Adam and Bert, where like where they were they like they realized how stupid it was, and Adam could have been like, and you know, you can't take a dog into a library, so I guess there's no barking or something. Let's just go beat him senseless. Yeah, they leave the bark part out of it. That was my extrapolation from that little exchange. But I would love again, that though. If like they just they their eyes kind of darted around and adam was like and you know dogs bark and something like he just trails off like beavis dogs bark <laughs> and they're always barking well and there's a little bit of back and forth here about what library could they be talking about uh, if i know the riddler it's got to be the gotham city library because it's the biggest one and it's just like how really i most of the people I've seen in Gotham City don't strike me as big readers, so I don't know why there would be more than one library. Yeah. I was very, yeah. I was very confused by that. Exactly. But they're off to the library. And we don't know what he's doing there, but we're not going to figure it out standing here jawing. Come it's on, boy. It's going to be very exciting because it involves a library. Yeah, except the library is my favorite place in Gotham City right now, I think. Yeah. They don't get there yet. First, we cut to the candle factory where the Riddler is holed up with his colorfully dressed goons. And a lady who looks like Katy Perry. Yeah. that's I, that, I couldn't figure out who she looked like, but that's a good call. Took me a while. I spent so, more time thinking about that than I should have. Yeah, and I skipped over that right away because they're busting up the statue of Batman here and melting it down. But it's like a witch's brew of wax somehow. Like there's like fog on it, you know, like yeah. nitrogen or whatever. It was just like a, it was weird looking. Riddler has a gigantic cauldron. Yeah, stirring it with a paddle. It's a sex cauldron. I thought they shut that place down. Nope, nope. It's in the old black <laughs> candle factory now. <laughs> there you go. So I didn't know why it was foggy. Uh, but it turns out this is a universal solvent wax from the turns cognac region of toxic. France. <laughs> yes, but, but again, what? A universal solvent wax from the cognac region of France. Yeah, so it's not it from seems the... like Riddler's just taking a lot of shots in the face and it's just putting words <laughs> in a row at this point. Because any other universal solvent wax not from the cognac region of France is just sparkling wax it's just garbage is what it is so they unveil unveil they unveil their plot here that they are going to the library they're going to steal a rare book or something so off to the library the poorly uh, stocked library where half the books are like falling over and there's all these empty spaces no one okay. bothers to bring books back that's right now listeners of this podcast I need to listen very carefully to our description of this next part and tell me what seems off about it. You can play along too if you'd like. Okay. So the next scene is in the library where Riddler and his goons and his lady are like crouched over behind a stack of books, peering through them, spying on the security guard and the vault. Could it be that most libraries don't have huge vaults? <laughs> they don't. Oh, Not man. in this terrible country, they don't. Maybe oh, they, yeah, they don't hear places. Although they do have security guards, because one time uh, a library security guard here tried to kick me out of the library, accusing me of potentially being a pedophile. That's a funny story. I'll tell you that sometime. Oh, good. Yeah, just leave that hanging for the listeners. Um, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I'll keep them listening for next time. Um, what I love about this is how ridiculous, like, Riddler just apparently has to top himself each time with gangs, and the gang he has this time is not equal to the River Rats from several episodes ago, but they are stupid and delightful in their own way. Like, he has two guys dressed up like Beaver Cleaver with, like, 
striped shirts and little baseball hats. And one of them is like six foot five and runs like a complete idiot. Like, yeah, he he reminds me, he looks like Lurch from the Adams family, but he he's does. got a weird mustache and he vaguely it's porno just, Lurch. Like, stares at the camera. It's weird. Yeah. So that, first off, and that was the name he used in the 70s was Porno Lurch. That's why all the work <laughs> dried up. <laughs> so they take out the guard with a candle, as you know, candles are known to do. They light a candle, put it near the books on the shelf. The guard comes out to blow it up. Sorry, the guard comes up to blow it out, uh, turning it into some kind of poison gas, rendering him brain damaged with his eye eyes open and bugged out and slumps down and they catch him that's where we go to the the side of the vault where they're going to use this universal solvent wax to take out the lock of the vault so that you can get in where the valuable books are in the vault at the library it's the dumbest thing yeah it's real dumb uh, but they put the the wax around the lock and then light it on fire with a candle or like hold a candle up to it and it's like, aha, it's done. And Riddler like pushes it through. So the lock is out. And then the door just opens up. There's no locking, no other mechanism holding the vault shut. There's nothing. It, I think the door was open. They probably could have skipped that step. Yeah. Because there was no bars that would shoot out to hold the vault closed. There's no deadbolt. There's not, there's there's nothing. There's no little latch. Or they could have just the maybe just asked the librarian if they could go into the vault like to do whatever it is you do in there look at rare books or genealogy or something riddler could have been like i brought my son porno lurch he wants to learn about our awful family <laughs> yeah and they probably could have just asked to borrow that book yeah exactly he probably had, once they got inside the like inside the vault just knock her out like this was all needlessly complex i did love although, though, how riddler now has a bow on his belt i didn't notice that but it came to me just now when we were talking about it. He probably had late fees. He probably owed like 20 cents since he was in prison or whatever for late fees. Yeah. So he couldn't get a library card. Riddler so can't draw anything stuff at the library. He has to go in there and blow things up because he's not allowed to speak to them anymore. He'll run well, he, can't card. He, can't afford, he can't afford the 10 cents in late fees because he spent all his money on a witch's cauldron in a wax factory. <laughs> yeah, and whatever the hell it is that Katy Perry's wearing. He's like, I'm going to buy you something nice. And then he brought that back. And she was like, ah, whatever. I'll just put it on. But now they're going to leave us in suspense about what the criminals are doing now that they've gained access to the vault. Because now we're downstairs in the library where Batman and Robin are coming in, speaking to the librarian. In a whisper. Yes, they have to, because there's a no talking sign. They have to whisper. Everybody knows you have to be quiet in libraries, Kyle. Yeah. There's two things everyone knows about libraries since the beginning of time. Uh, there's no talking loud. You have to whisper. And also the vault probably isn't locked. I thought the three things were there's no talking, there's no dogs, and stop that, it looks like pedophilia. <laughs> uh, that's true. So they're speaking to the librarian who's very, you know, she's... Because they're whispering, I think she respects them. So she doesn't yeah, give them crap. In fact, she can just feel Robin's crazy energy vibrating off of it. <laughs> she's she's probably like, scared for her life. Yeah, she's probably like, oh no, another bathroom dweller. He's going to go shave in the sink. <laughs> so Batman asks her if, he, if she's seen anyone that looks foolish or silly or out of place or suspicious or something. I forget the exact words, but... She kind of gives them a look like, well, besides you, you mean? Like, what do you, she's, but she, instead she asks, well, what you do you look mean? You like fools. Do you mean yourself? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I'm talking about maybe someone dressed in a green spandex uniform with black question marks all over it. And she takes a minute to think about it. She's or like, I see so many people. Like purple threw up on her. Or maybe a guy <laughs> who looks like he might describe him as porno lurch. <laughs> but she can't she's i see so many people this is a very busy library this is the busiest library in gotham city of course There's so i can't no keep there, track of yeah. everyone yeah i can't keep track of everyone in a green jumpsuit with black question marks all over it that walks through the door how could i possibly keep track 
You do understand, Batman, that the library is the next step over from under an overpass, correct? <laughs> well, it was before the internet, though, so there's no homeless people filling out their resumes. Oh, true. Yeah, now it's just empty. There's <laughs> just no one there at all. So it's time, when, okay then, it's time for us. Where's the vault where you keep your very rare books? Because that's probably what they're after. And she's like, it's upstairs. Come with me. So they go upstairs to the vault. And there's still no one there. Like, how does this place stay open? Hey, government funding, probably the Wayne Foundation's label money, uh, because yes. there is an interesting label here. So now we're cut back to the vault where Riddler and his goons are looking for the the book that they're after, the book, the treasure of the Incas. And they're looking around for it. Thankfully, they notice that it's directly, it's the only book on the shelf directly under the sign that says rare old books on the treasure of the Incas. So again, <laughs> Wayne Enterprises label making service comes in handy here. Yes. And then when Batman and Robin come into the vault, Porno Lurch comes at them in like the most I I'm just an alien, I'm an alien bug inhabiting human skin way possible. <laughs> like it's like he learned to walk that morning. <laughs> from from Vincent D'Onofrio in a bug yes. costume. Yeah. No, but before that, before Batman and Robin come in. Uh, Riddler has the best exclamation of all time. He says, once he gets a hold of this Inca book under the label, he says, every greedy bone in my body cries out, huzzah! Huzzah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's my favorite part so far. But maybe not for long, because now Batman and Robin come in, and Riddler's like, hey, don't move! because the goons are holding guns on them and he's holding a can of spray and he doesn't reason I'll destroy the ozone layer don't take another step <laughs> yeah. have an aerosol can yeah I'll have a small effect on overall damage to the environment <laughs> so they are there's a bit of a discussion here again you're not going to move because we have deadly weapons pointed at you including this can of aerosol spray but of course Batman and Robin are bulletproof they don't even care. So it's time for the Surf Kings of Gotham Fight Words Recap. Them fighting words. I had so much fun. I love it. That's my favorite part. These fight words include bam, whap, ow, slonk, cow, soft in rapid succession. And that's the end of this fight. But and then, while this fight happens, they completely wreck a room full of rare books that were important enough to lock up behind a goddamn vault in a library. <laughs> that's correct. But when <laughs> the librarian to fight, in, she's like, oh, what a mess. So clearly they weren't very important rare books. They were just, it was just some old stupid shit. <laughs> <laughs> but but first the Riddler springs into action with his spray and he sprays their feet. And all of a sudden now, Batman and Robin cannot move. And we re this is the glorious reveal of Dr. Riddler's forever stick invisible wax emulsion. Is that what he called it? Yeah, Dr. Riddler's forever stick invisible wax emulsion. That's the stores now. Make up, so that's why I asked, that's amazing. Yeah, no, it's great. It's better than anything I've ever thought of. And now that's gonna be, that's gonna, that's going to be one of our sponsors from now on. Dr. Riddler's Forever <laughs> Stick and Wax Including my children. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so they're stuck. They're doomed. Uh, they're going to just, they're part of this library forever. They might as well put a sign on them and hold a rare book because you can't break Forever Stick Invisible Wax Emulsion. Yeah, you can't just take your shoes off. Right. But instead of killing them because they have guns still or anything like that, uh, Riddler throws away the can and it accidentally breaks uh, the glass covering the alarm button. So yeah, the alarm is going target. off. Yeah. yeah, so these guys got to run away. I mean, ah, that was an unlucky throw. Time to get out of here. And you can look at Riddler and know he could not have done that a thousand times if he'd been trying. No, I don't think he could throw a can hard enough to break glass. 
if he was trying, you'd like aim for it and then throw the can out into the hallway. Yeah, it's like on the follow through, slip out of his hand and hit himself in the head or something. <laughs> I did have a note about aerosol cans and how they can be deadly. Um, or not necessarily deadly, but at least a minor inconvenience. So one time when I was in school, um, this guy in my class was coming on to this girl in like the home ec class or something. I don't know the details. I was I was there, but I wasn't paying close attention. Similar to now. Anyhow, um, he wouldn't leave her alone. So she sprayed him in the face with a can of oven cleaner. And he got real sick. So it's entirely possible <laughs> that that was like that was similar to Riddler's plan. I bet if I spray him in the face with this shit, they'll at least go blind. <laughs> uh, yes, the power of aerosol. Yes. Uh, <laughs> as he's leaving, though, he does leave them with a riddle. The more you take away, the larger it grows. But because they can't stand here and be stuck forever, Batman decides to try the bat laser beam to shoot their feet off or something. Apparently, I yeah. think they're going to cut their legs off, I think is yeah. the plan, but he misses and just loosens the wax. So, uh, it would have been great if he was like, I'll just cut our legs off and then replace them when we get home. <laughs> like in The Dark Knight Rises when Batman's leg doesn't work, so he puts a brace on it and now can kick through steel for some reason, and then it never comes up again. That's a good idea. And by the way, this is no way a knock against Dr. Riddler's forever stick invisible wax emulsion, because not everyone's going to have a bat laser beam. Yeah, it even says that on the label, though. It clearly says, notice not effective against lasers. Yes. And he found some way to phonetically spell the word lasers, which is impressive. That is impressive because the Riddler is a genius. And even Batman admits here, if only the Riddler's devilish mind could be used for good, what a better world this would be. Oh yeah. It would be so much better if that guy with his with a question mark outfit he made himself and put a pretty bow on the belt. It'd be so much better a world if he was on our side. <laughs> If he, was, if he was out for society, think how much richer we'd all be. Well, and we wouldn't have to be here right now stuck to a library floor. We could be at home fooling each other with clever games yeah. like the Capitals. We could game. be fooling ourselves with trivia about Peru and then mispronouncing <laughs> the name Peru. Yes. Yeah, Which but did. Robin's on the, good, on the side of society and civilization, and he in no way improves things. So it's a bit of a jump to assume that if Riddler was a good guy, things would be better. I feel like Batman might want to trade him for the Riddler at this point. I mean, he's probably less afraid of the Riddler suddenly fear-biting him. <laughs> That's true. Uh, so the bat laser does work, and Robin also solves the, the riddle here. A hole. A hole is what gets uh, gets bigger the more you take away from it. So that means the hole in the wall is probably the clue. So they go check it out. And there is a waxy substance, which could be a clue. So they check the waxy substance. They take a sample of it to go analyze back at the Batcave. Yeah, and that's all exactly as tedious as it sounds. Oh, but it gets better. It does, when they, but it couldn't have gotten much they, worse, so. No, uh, my thought would have been, hey, the waxy substance could be wax. Yeah, but they go beyond that because they have a hyperspectrum analyzer back at the Batcave. Uh, they determine that this this crazy wax, this universal solvent wax from the cognac region of France is made up of nitrogen, uranium, and sodium. Of course, why didn't they know this before? The, the very key to universal wax solvents is nitrogen, uranium, and sodium. What could that be? What if we took the first letter of every element? N-U-S, nus. Uh, that doesn't mean anything. What if we did it backwards? Aha, uh -huh. nus backwards is sun. That, that doesn't mean anything, says, says Robin. Oh, uh, ho, ho, young man, haven't you been studying French in school? Robin's like, you know I haven't. I've been I've been stealing dimes from the butler and smoking. <laughs> and stealing, like Billy Joel. <laughs> I stole some dimes and went down to the corner store to scare my classmates. Well, uh, for those of you who haven't grown up in Canada, sun in French is soleil. 
like the Madame Soleil, the lady that runs the wax museum, to the wax museum. And back, Cirque du Soleil is Circus of the Sun. Oh, yes. That's true. You now know more time for that than Dick Grayson. <laughs> but we don't have time for that now. We have to go to the wax museum. Yeah, we got to hurry it along so we can watch Frank Gorshin hump a car. Coming <laughs> soon. But first, so they're traipsing through. Hello, is anyone here? Madame Soleil? Anyone? Any criminals here? You have to you have to show yourselves. We're not scared of the dark or anything, but you got to wham. If you ask if there's any criminals and you don't come out, it counts as reverse entrapment. <laughs> uh, but the Riddler is not in the Riddler costume, as disguised as the Riddler statue, as you might think. Instead, he's dressed in like a Yankee Doodle, fife blowing costume. I'm not really sure what it yeah. is. Yeah. I think he's not up on your George civil Washington, war. but I don't remember George Washington fondling a rich a, a wax statue of the Riddler. So granted, I wasn't alive then. Maybe that did happen. <laughs> His teeth were made of wood, you know. <laughs> History is full of characters. Visit your local library, won't you? Yes. All the books about George Washington are very valuable and therefore likely in the vault section. Maybe Porno Lurch will come and read you some of them. <laughs> <laughs> you can learn about his erotic adventures kissing wax statues of thomas jefferson <laughs> so yes this george washington riddler uh, has a flute and he blows blow darts it's a repeating it's like a rapid fire blow dart because he doesn't have to reload or anything you just blow blow and he takes out batman and robin with darts to the neck he forgot he had a gun that's okay because you don't want to kill him quickly you want to kill him very slowly we want to kill them in the most needlessly complex and involved way possible. That's right. So they tie them up and they take them out and throw them in the back of the van. Just a van. Yeah, random van, which is nice for once. It's not like a question mark van from the Question Candle Co. or whatever. Like they're not, they're not being no. needless about it. Riddler has got to start a business in this one, which is kind of unusual. <laughs> Well, he hasn't started a business yet. He's yeah. like that. He's bad with his money or whatever. He hangs out in the sewers most of the time. This is the first time he's had like a legitimate hideout. Rimmer can't get a bank loan. <laughs> Probably because he starts well, doing that laugh where he's like, <laughs> <laughs> My theory before, because we hadn't seen the Riddler go to jail, right? Like he'd have eluded the police the whole time until Batman and Robin were on the case the first time we saw him in the first episode. And then like Batman thought he blew him up or whatever. So he didn't go to jail. So your theory before about Warden Crichton just giving the criminals a, bat, a blank check as he releases them from prison made sense because everyone yeah. else buys a warehouse and all kinds of needless traps and vending machine treasures and stocks and bonds and all kinds of other stuff. And the Riddler never had that. He was hanging out in the sewers, which led me to believe, yeah, he'd never been to jail. Oh, actually, that could still hold true because this time he got out of jail two weeks ago and he does have an actual like candle company warehouse. Thing. Yeah. They didn't mention it was abandoned or maybe they did, but still. He's it's probably like one world. of those things where it's, it's like a learning curve. And when you go and you fail because you bought a you bought like an involved umbrella company with a giant furnace inside, and now you're millions of dollars in debt. He's like, oh, here, have two million more. That way you can try again. Riddler has to build up to buying a giant factory with his name on it. That's true. But I feel like they get money being in jail. That makes sense. The, the warden, part of his progressive penology is to co-sign on a loan for you as soon as you get out of jail. Yeah, I think they let Porno Lurch drive the van because... <laughs> It doesn't handle well, similar to him handling his own body trying to walk across the room. <laughs> he keeps jerking to a stop. <laughs> <laughs> well, before they drive away, though, here. you're not going to believe this, ladies and gentlemen, but the Riddler comes up with the super original plan to steal the Batmobile. Yeah. But this day, he learned from his previous attempt, and he randomly cut some wires under the dash, and that disables the security system and he's able to just drive away in the batmobile so they do steal the batmobile and riddler is so into it that he runs up and it apparently he just immediately has sex with the with the uh 
rocket booster in the back. Like he's <laughs> he's been over pretty far. He's getting a good feel for it too. They're gonna have a family soon. Yes. Yes. What I, this is the second episode in a row where someone's actually stolen the Batmobile. Yeah, the Penguin did it's it. Probably in the last time episode. Batman change out his security system from just a flippable yeah. sign. Yeah, he should get a key. Yes, he should get a key or some sort of alarm. Maybe the fireworks and the sign just aren't working like they used to. Yeah, a door lock, <laughs> a lock, a roof. <laughs> this is probably why in the Batman movies, like. He runs away from the car and then he thinks about it and he's like, shields. And the car shields up was because, yeah. you know, if we don't have shields on it, somebody could just walk up and drive away. It happened right, all the time that... back in the 60s. A much safer time. <laughs> well, this is the made 80s, for God's sake. We need to put shields on the car. Right. But then that never stopped in Batman Returns. That didn't stop the Penguin from, like, hacking it somehow and and being able to take control of it remember yeah there's really batman. no there's really nothing stopping you from stealing batman's car whenever you feel like it that's a good good idea for criminals local criminals car thieves that would be like. that would be like his kryptonite if it wasn't for the fact that bruce wayne has more money than god and can just buy another one yeah they're disposable that's why he just left them about it he's like whatever that's why he left the bat cycle he left the bat cycle on a dirt road in the last one because that was leased, so he didn't yeah. even care. Yeah, leased is poor people's buying, Robin. Let's go. <laughs> so they they pull up to the candle company warehouse. Uh, Riddler says to his goons that are still dressed in the American Civil War uniforms, we'd better get our everyday clothes on. We look too suspicious. Yeah, let's dress back you know. up like we're extras from, from Leave it to Beaver. So that we dial down our conspicuousness. That's correct. Here, Katie, put back on your purple disaster. <laughs> Make sure you have a cape. Yes. And a blank look on your face. Make sure you add nothing to the conversation. Batman and Robin, though, are in the proverbial pickle here because they're tied up, suspended above the enormous candle dipper. I wonder if there's an episode later where one of the villains actually buys a pickle factory and plans to put them into pickles. I hope so. That sounds like a good you crazy old Spaniard plot. You fa fall asleep in there hiding from Uncle Lou. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and Screwball. <laughs> That's the greatest book of all time. For those who don't know what we're talking about, we don't sadly have an affiliate link when you're just listening to things, but you should go to Amazon.com and buy Jack Handy's The Stench of Honolulu. It's the finest book you'll ever read. Correct. If we had a vault here in our public library, I would recommend that book go in it. If we had a book here in our public library, I would just take that book down there. Just leave it there. Yes, absolutely. Um, so now that Batman and Robin are suspended high above the enormous candle dipper, it's good to see that Riddler and his goons have changed back into their normal clothes because they are far less suspicious. Yeah, they don't look like idiots now. <laughs> <laughs> Riddler with so, his mask that almost covers his eyes doesn't look like a moron now. Yeah, he can't see very well for sure. He keeps sliding the mask down at least. Depth perception's just pretty much gone when he's wearing that. Well, and I feel like the idea behind the mask is to like hide your identity, but He's very clearly the, the Riddler, you know what I mean? There's yeah. not, he wants people to know who he is. He wears the mask like sunglasses. Like, I'm surprised when he puts them on, he doesn't say like, say like a pun and then put them on and then you hear the who. <laughs> that would be fantastic. Yes, it would. So he has Porno Lurch start the motor to the enormous candle dipper, but turn it on very, very slowly. Make sure they have plenty of time to get free. Well, and first we have to ask him some questions. Like, what? Damn it, Riddler, why the, Why would you steal a scholarly book about the treasure? And he's like, well, I don't want to tell you. It's like, ah, come on, tell me. He's like, oh, fine, I'll tell you. Uh, it's because this, this book contains a riddle, of course. A riddle about the ancient Incan secret treasure. Yeah, so again, another treasure like, hunting plot. Batman's like, you stupid idiot. That's not real. So 
Why do they have it in the library vault? Well, yeah, I don't know. This further another... this furthers my earlier point of sometimes things that are old are still bad. They don't suddenly become like, oh, this is worth putting in a vault. It's just, well, and this is this is from the dawn of written language. It's stupid gibberish, but it's the dawn of written language. Well, and even if it does lead to the treasure, that's great. But again, it's another treasure hunting plot, just like the Catwoman one. And I book, yeah, I found this book, and it gives me the clue to a treasure. Oh yeah, great. It is the same exact plot. Yeah, yeah. I don't like it. Other than the candles instead of cat puns. Yeah. I mean, Riddler, even humping a car is much less off-putting than Catwoman was originally. But That's true. Same plot, yeah. Like, so the Catwoman one at least had, like, an interesting death trap with the walls that came in on them with the rubber spikes that she frittered away God knows how much of Warden Crichton's money on and the tiger that man slapped at before he climbed up a wall while she was guzzling cats up like he had a lot more <laughs> moving pieces. Yeah, there's not a whole lot going on here. At least he had, had mentions and calls out the fact that the, the motor is going as slowly as possible to lower them. Correct, porno lurch. Uh, <laughs> you rang. <laughs> yeah, that was his that was his catchphrase, only it was <laughs> much, much dirtier when he said it. <laughs> so Your our dog. tagline cliffhanger is infamy of infamies can this be the end of our beloved cape crusaders will batman wax serious for the sake of our heroes let's think positively but it looks bad very bad how can we wait until tomorrow night same bat time same bat channel yeah, I don't feel like the viewers thinking positively is going to save him from being dissolved by glue or turned into glue or whatever your plan is here with the glue. What if it was like American Idol where like the fans had to vote and maybe he would die? That happened. There was a thing where like in the 80s, they had a dial call-in thing to vote for whether or not Robin died. And almost un- unanimously, people voted for him to die. Well, you better hope those results never went public because Robin would track each and every one of those voters down and like bite them to death. <laughs> this was the crappy 80s Robin, not not the good Dick Grayson Robin. Uh. Dick Grayson had <laughs> moved on to greener pastures. By that, I mean the, the re- rehabilitation home. That's where he well, was staying. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is the end of this episode. Uh, episode number 23, The Ring of Wax. Yeah, no trivia for this one. Did you manage to get anything from your street contacts? <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't even ask. I, I only watched this episode for the first time, like, maybe an hour ago. Yeah, that's probably what Bill Dozier said, too, before it aired. He was, <laughs> Bill Dozier was like, this is the same thing as Catwoman, just somewhat less creepy. I only watched it like an hour ago. I probably should have sent over notes before we sent it out on the air. Yeah, well, too late. Hopefully the second episode will pick it up. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. After this, though, we do have another crazy old Spaniard episode, which I'm looking oh, forward to. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. I'm excited. The Wikipedia sentence for that one says, a wave of senseless robberies. I don't even need to read the rest. <laughs> a wave of senseless robberies. I my imagination is running wild just hearing that. What how could it be more senseless than some of the other shit we've seen? Or the like, time when Penguin stole his own wedding gifts. Like, <laughs> what have you got planned for us? Because that sounds amazing. A wave of of senseless robberies. He accidentally shoplifted a pack of gum because he didn't realize he had slipped it into his pocket when his hands were full. The worst is yet to scene. come. I hope there's a scene where Joker goes to the shoe store to buy some new orthotics and he puts them on and <laughs> tests them out and he's like, and just runs away. <laughs> <laughs> These senseless crimes. Uh, or like he goes to a restaurant and the waitress is like, 
coffee, sir? And he's like, yes, please. <laughs> and then he drinks the whole pot and runs off before she comes back. <laughs> yes, in a sense, it's a robbery, but it's also really <laughs> senseless. I smuggled the coffee out, boys, inside my belly. <laughs> I'm going to pour this coffee into my pocket and shoplift. Oh, God, it burns. I want to be a, a 1960s TV writer. Too. So that's it for this episode, everyone. We'll see you next time on Surf Kings of Gotham. Tell them about the socials. Oh, well, as always, you can follow us on Facebook at Surf Kings of Gotham. We have a website, ourshowonshows.com. And also at our show on shows is our Instagram and Twitter handle. Make sure you like, subscribe, share, review, comment, anything you can think of to let people know we exist uh, and tell them to love us. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be good. And later, yeah. when we have a Patreon set up, bring money. Oh, yes. Bring money. Otherwise, we'll have to shoplift our coffee in our pockets. <laughs> Batman villain. <laughs> I'm going to go to the shoe store and make off with a pair of shoes. I'm going to go to the all-you-can-eat bar and just keep eating until they tell me to leave. Look how much food I sort of stole. <laughs> they thought I was just going to eat a normal amount. But really, I ate to excess, and now I'm quite sick. I didn't <laughs> want it, and therefore I stole it. Do these sound like the actions of a man who's had all he could eat? <laughs> <laughs> I so want to find out what Joker's senseless robberies are. <laughs> That's just well, an first, amazing description. <laughs> first, we'll have to find out if Batman and Robin... What if, what if the robberies are senseless because Batman and Robin aren't there to... Sell, uh, stop them because they're turned into candles. Yeah, we don't even this know. Go, we don't even know if they're going to get well, this one. And so all the future villains' crimes are all office office supply themed. <laughs> but that's coming one can up. Only hope that's coming up next next time on Surf Kings of Gotham. See you next time. Meaning the actual Goodbye. next time. Bye, everybody. Bye, Doctor Nick. Sir King of Gotham.